Right, welcome to Bragging Rights episode five. Is it five? Five, I want to say. I think it's five. If it's not five, then... Then we we were very good at maths. If it's not five, it's six. No, I don't think it's six. That's way too many. It's five. It's five. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to episode five. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a professional podcast. As you can tell. Yeah. Right. It's the last one before the season starts. Before the derby. I know. This Never is, mind the season. This is derby lead-up week. We've do, we're doing what we did last week. We've not planned anything. I've just got a little notepad open on the laptop in front of me that's got a few things that we want to talk about. And to be fair, by a few things, it's like two things. So we'll start with the, the lead-up to the derby. Let's. Let's. What's going to happen? I don't. I genuinely don't know. Obviously, preseason was not brilliant for both teams, but it's about getting them back out on the pitch more than anything, isn't it? Um, I don't think it was that bad for your preseason one. I mean, to be fair, by your preseason, it's it's one game against Leeds, really, isn't it? Yeah, effectively, um, and we looked good in that first half by all accounts. Um, I want the hours at work, but. Um, yeah, by all accounts, it was um, it was good. Second half, when we started making a few changes, things sort of started to come apart a little bit. Players moving positions, like Hiku moved to centre from full-back, Evolds came in at full-back. You know, you're moving positions around, you're playing people where they haven't been training, etc. But it is what it is. Um, it's behind us now, and just hopefully the players are ready for, for Thursday. <laughs> it's 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 this week. It's Derby week, and I'm as much as I love, I do love rugby league. I love LFC. I love the rivalry that we've got, and you know that that passion that yeah. both sets of fans have oh, got. God, not, yeah. not just ours. Like we've got to respect the fact that your fans have got passion as well, and you've got to respect the fact that our fans have got passion. And it's it's a it's about as passionate as it gets ever. Oh, of course it is. It, it always is. And the build-up to a derby week, it, it leaves nothing. No stone unturned. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. But do you know what I mean when I turn around and say that I fucking hate derby day? I 100% understand. It's the worst day or days of the year. When it comes to sport, it's the worst think the only thing that even comes close to it is, like, if you're at a final. Like, the the nerves that you experience in a final, and I'm not going to, like, bag on you for results or anything <laughs> like that. That is genuine. No, I the, know what you mean. The nerves that you get when you're walking up towards Wembley or, you know, as other fans all, all know, Old Trafford. I can't remember. I was, like, 16 when we got there and I was out of my face, so... Off my face, you know what I mean. It's it's that level. It's it's cup final nerves. It is. It is, and I think that's because you know two teams in one city. There's so much riding on it. Wherever you turn, there's a fan of one of the two clubs. Yeah. You know, you go for a walk to Asda, and there's Rovers fans and all fans. You go down one aisle, there's a Rovers fan. You go down another aisle, there's an all fan, and it's just wherever you turn, there's it. It's just there. Do you know what I mean? I, I will say, I am so happy 
that I don't work in the city. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you work in the city. Well, just on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah. But I imagine there's all fans in your workplace. Yeah, even if it's just one. There's, there's a couple. So you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It, you'll get that on Friday morning if we win. You'll have it straight away if you're at work. Well, even be Friday morning. It'll be Thursday night after the game. Yeah, and it's. It's, oh, it's, I hate it. I hate it. And <laughs> the, ah, oh, yeah. Let's just leave that at that because I'm getting nervous already. It's Monday. We're, fil- we're filming. We're recording on Monday night and I'm nervous already. Yeah, I wasn't until we started talking now. Um, And to be fair, I do this every year and some of the people who are listening who, who know me will vouch that. I always go, ah, oh, it's just a game. I'm not that bothered about it. And then in the final few days beforehand, it's like, oh my God, my ass is going to fall out. Do you know what I mean? And they well, always go, that's what, what our our players do on Derby Day. Our asses fall <laughs> out. It doesn't even need to be Derby Day. It's just game day, any game day. We'll see. We we'll will see. see. Yeah. But, but no, one thing I do, one of the things I do like about it is. I've got family who are Hull fans. My mum, my dad, my sister. They go to the games every week, or every other week, whatever. Sit in the south stand, and at the end of the game, I'll walk round from the north to the south, and I'll stand and I'll have a chat with my mum, my dad. No matter what the result, no matter what's happened in the game, um, and there'll be people walking past. Some of them will bit of banter. Who oh, we beat here? Do you know? Some of them will be all right, nice one, good game, kind of thing. And I do like that. And then you get the the few and that are like... the idiots. Football fans. No disrespect to other, but I go to football and I'm not, you know, I'm not a dickhead in the stands or outside the stands, but you know what I mean? I'm not saying all foot bands are the, football fans foot are bands. the same, but foot bands. Um, we've all watched Green Street, haven't we? Yeah. There, there are more of them at football than there are at rugby, but oh, yeah. you need... still get a few at the rugby. You tend to find that the ones at the rugby are football fans as well. Not not all of them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying not saying all of them are. Um, but yeah, this is a, a you the earlier than expected. We've got a nice little segue because, as I've just said, I'm a football fan. I go to watch City every week, not forever. You know, I've only started doing it since Adjun bought the club because Alan was a proper bell end. But I go to the football. And at the... Who did we play? The Swansea. Not a great game, obviously. Lost 1-0. I had some kid sat behind me. Don't know who he was. Never seen him before. Obviously borrowing a season pass or something like that. What a clown. Yeah. Absolute clown. And it all goes back to the infamous, well, now infamous, pitch. <laughs> that the rugby team haven't played on for what are we now three what three days four months ten days hey you played on it against yeah, Wigan all right yeah all right <laughs> excluding Wigan before Wigan it had been what four four months yeah it'll have been September time won't it yeah because we did do that well but um oh did you not nope but you know what I mean it, we've not been on that pitch. Aside from the Wigan game last week, we'd not been on that pitch for four months, and it's wrecked. And the owner and the vice chairman of All City have acknowledged that the football 
has damaged the pitch and that the pitch itself is beyond repair. It's been down for 20 years. It's never been replaced. All they've ever done with that pitch is skim the top, put new seeds down. They've never actually replaced the the whole pitch. The whole bit, yeah. And this clown behind me, well, what, what do the rugby team bring? What do they even bring to this stadium? Why don't we just kick them out? Why are they even here? What do they bring? I'll tell you what we bring. We bring rent. The yep. same as all City do. We pay rent the same as all City. And he's like, oh, well, the rugby team aren't even paying for the pitch. I was like, well, no, we're not. Because we pay rent. That's what the rent comes under. Yeah. yeah. And the football team have taken it upon themselves to put extra money in to replace the pitch. That's their decision. They're not obliged to do that. It's the SMC that are meant to do that, as far as I'm aware. I would assume so, yeah, because right? clues in the name, isn't it, SMC? But the SMC would probably only have the money available to skim the top and reseed, same as they do every year. Yeah. So the football team have decided to do it. And Tan Kessler, the vice chairman, he turned around and said, I'm not asking Adam Pearson to put it, or I don't expect Adam Pearson to put any money in. Well, even if he did, sod off. It's not... Even if he turned around to Adam and says, oh, we, we expect you to put some money in. Well, sorry, mate, we pay rent. That's what the rent goes for. Yeah. So And it's just winding me up because the amount of people that I've heard and the whole bullshit stuff's coming out again about what do OLFC uh, bring, why why are they playing in our stadium, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just ah. Oh. That's been going on for 20 years, though, hasn't it? But it's frustrating for me because I'm on both sides of the fence. Yeah. I'm, I've got a season pass for both teams. And yeah, I will, my bias will always be towards FC because I'm a rugby fan more than I am a football fan. Yeah, but the rugby's same. Rugby's been your life, hasn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, I can see it from both sides. And at no point ever have I ever understood anyone in black and amber saying we should kick them out of our stadium. Yeah, there's no. No depth behind that, I don't think. I think it's. None. Somebody said it, it's a bit like Chinese whispers, somebody said it, it spiralled out of control, now everybody's saying it. It's, it's, in, the, in the beginning, people didn't understand the fact that it's a council-owned stadium, it's not yeah. owned by LC. The the SMC is owned by Adjun, for, for whatever weird reason, they created this management company and as part of the lease, it means that the owner of all City has to own... The management, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. It's it. business, in it? We're not in that game. They can buy the stadium and then the council can use that money and build us our own. Yeah, there's been so much talk about leaving and maybe building a slightly smaller stadium. I'd prefer it. Well, yeah, it'd, it'd increase your atmosphere. Yeah. It looks better visually. Yeah. Rather than having, you know, you fit. Better for IMG. Because as a percentage, would fill more yeah, of the stadium. Absolutely, yeah. As as an FC fan, even before this IMG stuff came in, I hate. I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as to say that I'm, I hate playing at the MKM Stadium. Yeah, and I think another thing with having your own ground, you can make it your own. Like when visiting teams come in Super League to to the MKM. He's all dressed up for cast tigers. The sea tigers down in the tunnels in the corners, and it's like one that takes away your identity, and it doesn't lend anything to 
you're building a home ground which could be classed as a fortress. Yeah. Like you think think of Craven Park, you think, yeah, it's a bit of a shack of a stadium, whatever. Whatever your opinion is. I I'm I'm I'll stop you. Oh right. As an FC fan, I envy Rovers for that shack of a stadium that you've got. I'll go as far as to say I envy Castleford. I get what you mean in terms of traditional rugby grounds, but I wouldn't say that I envy Castleford because that's not... I love it. I do, I love... Yeah, modernise it a bit, you know what I mean? Rip the roof off, put a new one on. Yeah. You know, all that sort of stuff. But in terms of what it, what it is, the how basic it is, that's what rugby league is. Yeah, I know and, what you're saying. I think Warrington have done a good job of creating a modern basic stadium. Yeah, definitely. Since Lee... Lee. Yeah, that's that. That's what I want. And our Dean, he always says the same thing. Doncaster, if he could have, yeah, if he could build a new stadium for FC, he'd build it based on Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah, because if if you think like in terms of like our ground, you know, the crowd is on top of the players. We can make it difficult for for away players for anyone, regardless well, of yeah he, any team. I'll run, but yeah. Predominantly, hopefully, you know, we can make that difficult for for them. Um, you know, that gives us home advantage. Whereas at the moment, teams don't fear going to Hull, I don't think. No. Because, just because, There's, basically. It's very difficult for, what was our average last year? 11, 12, Yeah, 11, 12, I think. It's, it's very difficult for a, a half-full stadium to have an atmosphere generated within it, enough so, at least, that you... It's intimidating. Yeah, intimidate yeah. an opposition yeah. team. It's, it's real It's real difficult to do. And even now, like, even being in the East Stand, we're not as loud as we used to be even. No, I've noticed that. I don't know what's... And they've all sort of moved to the sort of southeast corner as well. Yeah. Whereas it used to be sort of more into the middle... Like a lot of the atmosphere at Craven Park comes from the middle and then emanates outwards, whereas at Hull it's it's in one corner and it seems to go a block, block and a half, and then fizzle out. Yeah, it does. And I, th- I know we're not meant to be talking about stadiums, but I, I, I do think that we would be better off trying to find somewhere else to yeah. play. Uh, I don't, I don't like the MKM for for the rugby at all, and it it appears the idiot rover I'm, I'm not used to saying idiot rovers fans um it appeased the idiot city fans in so much as that you know when when we leave if we leave and their pitch still gets wrecked well they've got no one to blame it on yeah for a start but they'd be happier without us there i think fc fans would be happier not being there anyway yeah from the majority of who i've spoken to one last thing on stadiums your south area your Craven Street, that's the one. I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but I have said it to you in private, I think. You need a stand. You do need to put a stand there. Yeah. But what you need to do, you know like your west stand where it's kind of raised up? Yeah. Right, if you did that, and then instead of putting the boxes and the bar inside, create like a... You Do you watch the F1? Not really. Or any sort of motorsport? No. Well... All right, for anyone that does... With no balls. 
<laughs> driving at 200 mile an hour, there's no balls. Um, put some like pit lane paddock sort of sections underneath and then turn around to all your food vendors and say, right, rent one of them out. Yeah. Or just put an, a bar in that doesn't have a front so you're still kind of outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you can have seating, you can increase your capacity, but you've still got the Craven Street thing underneath. That's what I'd do anyway. Yeah. You could see that. And then it sort of feeds into that Warrington style of stadium, doesn't it? Yeah, theirs is a, a solid stadium, as you would, like not four separate stands. But you've got four stands, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but Halliwell Jones want that four separate stands before, it, before yeah, they then, built the corners in. Then they built the corners at one end, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Which, to be fair, makes it look good, and it separates the away fans, gives them their own space. But, and to me, that promotes a more enjoyable away day experience. Yep, I agree. Because, like you say, sometimes the idiots can spoil it, whereas if you're with your own fans, then... Yeah. And again, going back to us eventually, potentially, getting our own stadium, which would be the dream... Yeah. Because I don't think there's any plans for City to get safe standing at the MKM. Is there not? Not that I've heard. I think if, standing if was, promotes atmosphere as well. If there was, you'd... Ah, oh, so I went to... Because our Dean is a West Ham fan. Um, I went to West Ham versus... No, sorry. Man United versus West Ham. So West Ham were playing away at Old Trafford in the FA Cup last year. And Old Trafford's got some safe standing now. Oh, and we were in safe standing... It's brilliant. Yeah. It like the football, especially like when it, everyone's just constantly singing all the time. Yeah. It was it was mint. So anyway. Derby. I'm just gonna put the question out there. Who's gonna win? Oh god, I hear that question on Derby Week. Heart says Rovers. My head says it's too close to call, but that said. I can't sit on the fence if you've asked me the question, so I'm going to... Not allowed. My head says home win, with it being at your ground. Nay sell out, less Rovers fans. Not that we're not going to make as much noise as we did with 7,000, but I think it's a perfect opportunity for you guys to right a few of the wrongs. And with a few of the players that you've brought in, you know, it's looking to be a lot closer than previous so heart says rovers head says hull what about you uh, so i've i've got my bet on are you going off that yeah and i'm going off my bet because obviously i wouldn't bet on a team to win if i didn't genuinely think they were going to win yeah i've put us down for the win yeah don't ask me why got for you it, 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 that's all it is thing is you've got very little to go on in the first round yeah, because I hadn't watched your game against Leeds and I disgracefully didn't go to the tag testimonial. But I had no friends to go with. There's Billy no mates. My cousin's on holiday. Dean was doing somewhere else. I even asked, I ended up asking my cousin and she was busy and I'm like, ah, Dean was probably playing football or something. Uh, he was, he was. Playing old man soccer ball. Old man soccer ball. Uh, but yeah, I've gone... I've gone with an FC win. And I think, weirdly, when you consider that you beat us 40 nil, 
at our place last year, I've done it because it's at home. Yeah, that's the one thing, like, for me, that tips it a little bit in your favour. I know we spoke about the atmosphere a short while ago, but I just think it's a, it's a fresh season, you know, you've got nothing really negative to go on. Like, in the build-up to the derby last time, you weren't in a good run of form. We were going great guns. We had an excessive amount of fans for an away following, which, yeah. is, which is more for you. And we rode that wave all the way, start to finish. But this season, it just feels a bit different. I don't know if that's because I say it's like the first game of the season. You've not got anything really negative to go off. Yeah, you got beat by Wigan, but there's a lot of changes, players out of position in the second half from what I could, from what I could gather. From what I understand, yeah, by the time they started piling on the score, we'd brought players off and had players playing in different positions. Yeah, and, uh, I yeah. mean, there's no no excuses, it because they're meant to be your squad players. You know, I don't like the term fringe players, really, but they're the ones who are pushing to play that standard week in, week out, and they've not really done themselves any favors. So. As a whole fan, you'd like to think you'd be hurting from that game. Overly. And wanting to right not only some of them wrongs, but like I say, wrongs from last season, well, last couple of seasons, really. Decades. (laughs) Well, no, not decades. It hasn't been quite 10 years yet since 2017 for you guys, has it? But we can talk decades. You can talk, yeah. Yeah, you can. Nearly 40 years. Longer than I've been alive. Since you won a trophy. Well, an official... A trophy worth talking about. All trophies are worth talking about. You can only play for what competition you're in. What was it you were in? Was it the Nor- Northern, was it Northern Rail, Rail at that time? Yeah. It's now the AB Sundex 1980-95 Cup, something like that. I get what you... They are trophies. They go on your silverware. They're in your trophy cabinet. Yeah, they're not the big two trophies, but by that, are you taking away from... Teams like Keefley. I'm going to stop, yeah. Big three. League leaders. League leaders. Final, Challenge Cup. Right. Four, World Club Challenge, if you count that. Yeah. The, what you just did then is, is subconsciously you dismissed the league leaders. No, didn't. You said big two, and you were on about I the ground. I said three, did I? No, you said two. See what I mean? You subconsciously dismissed the league leaders. My bad. And in my opinion, it's the hardest one to win. Yeah, because it's a marathon, not a sprint at the end of yeah, the day. And yeah, and it's it's one of everyone's always like, oh, who gives a toss about the league leaders? I would. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be buzzing. Like when Uddersfield won it and everyone just dismissed it as yeah. if it was like nothing because they didn't win the grand final. I'm like, no. No. Anyone. Leeds won the grand final once from fifth. Fifth, yeah. They didn't have a great year. They were not the best team that season. No, not by a long chalk. But they won. Do you know what I mean? And if we go back to last night, a different sport completely. Kansas were not the best team no. in the NFL last year. They weren't even the best team in the AFC either. No, but they won it because it's a playoff. Yeah, it's, it's a lottery, isn't it? It's who's better on the day. Yeah. And, and what happens on the day and how you deal with what happens on the pitch on that day. That that one sort of one off sort of pressure that they've dealt with, which is a, a, a talent and a skill in itself, but 
for me, the best team of the season is the team that finishes top of the tree. Yeah. And I think I think more respect should be given to the league leaders' shield. Regardless of how crap it looks physically, I think more respect needs to be given to that. And I'd be buzzing my tits off if we won it. Not that we're going to, but... Stranger things have happened. They have, but we're going to talk about our predictions in a, in a minute, and I am not predicting for us to win anything <laughs> this year. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going to win it. So we've both got FC to win. Yeah. Um, Weirdly. It's horrible, and I know I'm going to have Rovers fans coming at me. If they've listened, you will because most of our listeners are Rovers fans. Yeah, as as it as it appears when you look at our fantasy Super League, league. Fan, yeah, our fantasy league and the names of the bloody Twitter handles on Twitter, they yeah. all have HKR on. None of them have HFC on. Yeah, yeah, which is devastating. But it's going to be great for me this year because there's going to be loads of pissed off Rovers fans. Even if you finish above us, I just find a way. I will find a way. Cost you will is you. I know. Right. Predictions. Here we go. We have agreed. We're going to do a league. Me, Dean and Craig. Every week we'll predict our results. So this week we've picked our six teams that we think are going to win. If we get it right, we get one point. It's, It's Pretty simple. Anyone can work it out. Whoever's got the most points at the end of the season. The point is awarded for the result as it is after 80 minutes. So we can pick a draw. It doesn't matter who wins in golden point. If we pick a draw and it's a draw and it goes to golden point, then you you get a point regardless of who wins. We were also picking Challenge Cup, League Leaders, Grand Final and Man of Steel. Probably soon to be renamed person of steel or player of steel player of yeah (laughs) and uh, we're on BBC now aren't we so that'll probably happen sooner rather than later well yeah yeah uh, the winner not the winner sorry if you get that right if you get one of those four right you'll be awarded five points so there's 20 extra points up for grabs for getting one of them right and we need a forfeit yep so the loser out of the three of us, we'll be doing a forfeit at the end of the season. We want listeners to decide what that forfeit is. You can come at us with whatever you want. There are limits that we have, so... (laughs) As discussed earlier. As discussed earlier, if you ask me to go to a derby in a Rovers shirt, fuck off. And vice versa. I have not even a derby, any game. I will not wear a whole shirt I will agree to wear Rovers socks that's about the that's the limit I'm going to in terms of what I'll, <laughs> what I'll wear and that's just because I'll be on my feet and I will walk around barefoot in the mud just just to make them day I'd wear the kegs and shit myself I win that one <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about shitting myself. My dad's been in hospital and uh, the world, not him, not him. Other, oh, let's not talk about it. I'll probably, <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. It was really bad memories. 
if anyone here that's not here, but anyone that's listening is a nurse, and I know Craig kind of is, you're a trainee nurse and associate. That's the one. Fair play, like credit to you and everyone else that gets into that. Well, I I work in IT and I get stressed and I find my life difficult sometimes. And then my old man ends up in hospital and I see the work that the nurses do. And the doctors do it as well, but I'm, I'm specifically talking about nurses because the nurses are the ones that deal with the shit, literally and figuratively. The day-to-day stuff. Wow. Like, just wow. Yeah, we get, we get a tough ride out of it, but, you know, we do it because we love it. We're not... Do, do you? Yeah, well, I do. Um, I don't know about anybody else. Some people might just do it because they're good at it. Some people might do it because it's all I've ever known. But I would like to think that the majority of nurses, nursing associates, um, health cares, uh, auxiliaries, all the sort of roles that come with it, do it because they love to give that level of care to somebody. I've just got limits, mate. I, I have. Like, <laughs> think the thing is, don't think about it. Just do it. That's not. I don't mean like I've you guys. Nostrils, I mean, mate. I've got nostrils. I can't. I honestly. It's what vaporub was invented for. <laughs> under there. I'm just gonna stick to what, stick to what I know, stick to what I'm good at when it comes to healthcare. And I'm just gonna keep watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Basically, a surgeon. Yes, I am <laughs> a surgeon. I could talk you through most procedures. Why on season eleven? Anyway, um, <laughs> let's just crack on with rugby. Shall we do Dean's first? Because Dean's text me is. As he texts you, he's in. He's texting me is, yeah. yeah let's, he's, let's get him out of the way. He's slamming some carpets in. Right. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's one of his results. He's he's put the result and then in brackets, no idea why. All right, okay. So, Dean has gone. Rovers to be FC. Thought he might. That seems like a, a Dean thing, I think. He's got no bottle. Ways. He's not prepared to take any risks. Don't listen to him, Dean. And this is the one where he said he's got no idea why. He's put Salford on he's me. put Salford, yeah. And I also have no idea why. No, I don't either. For, in my head, I've got images of Brody Croft absolutely tearing him apart. Yeah. So he's gone with that. He's obviously gone with, I say obviously, sorry, London fans. He's gone with Saints. Huddersfield, Wigan, and Catalan. What? Huddersfield? Yeah. That's the one I'd have gone. I don't know why. Well, he's gone with Huddersfield. Fair enough. And then we've got... um. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's done the rest in the right order. Challenge Cup, he's picked Rovers. League leaders and grand final, he's picked Wigan. And Man of Steel, he's gone Bevan French. Good show. Sorry, I had a bit of gas. Lovely. Are you ready to do yours? Yeah, I can do, man. All right. Let's crack on. Go on, then. As previously discussed, I think I'm going to go with Hull, just based on the virtue that you're at home. Uh, Leeds, just cannot see Salford getting anything from that. Sorry, Salford fans, if you're listening. Saints over London. I think that just goes without saying. Although I was speaking to... 
no, I wasn't speaking to him. I saw a Saints fan say that it was nice not to be favourites. Because they've been favourites for like the last, not in this game, but for like trophies throughout the season. Yeah. They've been favourites or up there. Whereas now this season, I think they're going through that little bit of a transitional change. And this said Saints fan said that it was nice not to be favourites, just to be able to go and enjoy, I would assume, the rugby. But yeah, I'm still going to go with St. Helens over London. Yeah. Uh, Lee over Huddersfield for me. Um, I mean, Lee are at home. They'll be riding on a high from last season, and it looks like they've had a good preseason. So I'll go with Lee. Um, Wigan over Castleford. I just I can't even see Castleford getting into double figures in this one. Sorry, Cast fans. And Catalan over Warrington. Just because. Just because. Uh, Challenge Cup, I'm going to go with... Oh, I haven't thought of that one, actually. League leaders in grand final, I'm going to go with Dean. Just Wigan. Just cannot see past Wigan. Yeah. Um, Man of Steel, for me, I'm going to go with Harry Smith. That Wigan, I think, is going to have a big season. So we're all going for an hour for our Man of Steel. Well, Bevan French. Yeah. He's fullback, isn't he? Uh, nah, I'll be playing six. Do you reckon? Yeah. Um, Challenge Cup. It's one of them, and it is. Again, it's on the day. It's not a... Yeah, it's guessing game. It's not a round-robin tournament. It's a lottery. For all we know, it could be Wakefield. It's not going to be. It's could, unlike, could sorry, I would say that back. I'm not saying it's not going to be. It's unlikely that it will be. I like Wakefield. Yeah, I do like Wakefield, to be fair. Um, oh God, I'm really stuck for that one. I don't think it'll be us, like, like Dean said. I just, It's just not something I'd like to be there or thereabouts. Semi-finals for us. Okay. You don't, get, you don't get points for that. No, no, no. Anything semi-finals onwards, I think I'd be happy with, as long as we have a good season in the league. Um, Challenge Cup, I'm going to go Leeds, I think. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there and I'm going to go Leeds. All right. I have gone FC to beat Rovers. I've gone Leeds to beat Salford. I've gone with Dean. I've gone Huddersfield to beat Lee. Saints to beat London, Wigan to beat Cass, and Catalan to beat Warrington. So we're all there or thereabouts with that. I think the Uddersfield game, the Uddersfield League game, is probably the only one where we're differing. Yeah, for us it is, and Dean, I've got two different too. Well, what else you got different? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Duh. Only the matter of the biggest game of the season. So far. So far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got Hull, Leeds, Uddersfield, Saints, Wigan, and Catalan. I have gone Leeds, Challenge Cup. No way. Yeah. No, when Neil looked at me like that. I've gone Wigan, League Leaders, Wigan, Grand Final, and I've gone Brodie Croft, Man of Steel. I think in that Leeds team, I think, to be fair, I think the team that Leeds have put together, I. It's not complete, it's not perfect, it's not going to be there yet, 
it's not successor levels. It's it's like, not league fucking, leader level. Yeah, I don't think consistently over the course of an entire season that it's going to perform to the level that Wigan are or Leeds did for however long. Yeah. you know, in the two thousands, and then but, Saints more recently. But I think they're more than capable of pulling it out of the bag for the Challenge Cup, and I think Brodie Croft in that team with better players around him, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. than he had at Salford. I think he's got an, a chance to really shine and tear it up. Yeah. And I, I really think he is going to tear it up round one as well. So. Interesting. You'll need to make yourself a spreadsheet. I shall. Put all that on there. I will text you mine just so that you've got that reminder. And then obviously we've got the recording as well as proof. But I think we're there or thereabouts. Yeah, I reckon so. Sounds sounds like it. We've pretty much covered everything we wanted to cover, haven't we? Um, but this time, in three days, we'll be in the stadium. Yeah. Ready. Well, mm-hmm. eight o'clock kickoff. That's nah, a bit early to be in there. No. Still be in Tigers. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> We get there, we're unreserved, and we always sit in the same seat, so we have to get there as soon as the bloody gate opens. Fair enough. Just just make it all reserved. Make the entire thing reserved. As unreserved as no place in any sport, unless you're all standing, which is, it's all right for you. But yeah, yeah, sorry for us, in the East. Yes. I think that's about it. Yeah. Nothing much else. You got anything else you want to say? Don't think so. I haven't seen anything. No, no, uh, early... Sort of jibes or anything you want to... No, not yet, uh, especially not on Derby Week. Um, No, you don't want to do it, do you? Nope. You're too scared. Never do. No. Never do. (laughs) It's like when... Say, like, if, for example, Rovers play on a Sunday and FC have played on a Friday. FC have been beat, for example. And you see Rovers fans going... And it's like, we haven't played yet. Yeah. You know, hang fire... That's the good thing about this, because we're going to be recording early week. Yeah. So after all the games have played, even yeah. if, if all the Rovers have played sort of Thursday or Friday, we're still going to wait until all the other games have finished. I've finished so we can have a chat. Yeah. So at least when we get to this, we can start giving each other grief. Yeah. But right now, the the most grief that you're going to get from me isn't really grief. It's just me saying that I'm predicting that I'll win. Politely. Politely. Yeah. Why are you doing with Jimmy? <laughs> oh, no. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, I've gone on record. I can't back down. See, the thing, the thing is, it was... Uh... It's a no-lose situation for me because I've picked you to win. So if you win, you win. I get a point. Yeah. If not, then we've won. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like me last year with uh, with a derby. I've told you before, aren't I? The bet I put on. Yes. So Rovers won, which was devastating because you nilled us at home. But I had that little faith in FC. I put a bet on us getting nilled at home, so I won. <laughs> Win-win. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it again. Nah. Nah, no, I can't. Nah, what happened? There'll be someone listening that'll be like, you can't bet against your own team, you absolute scumbag, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'll bet on whatever I want. My money, I'll do what I want. Yeah, exactly. Money is money. If it makes me money, then I'll bet against FC any day of the week. I usually stay away from 
my teams on on bets uh, every week, just because I get heart and head crossed, and it's I can't do it. I don't bet on City. I won't bet football wise, mm. but because Super League is just six fixtures, I'll put a sixfold acker on yeah. every single week. Yeah, yeah, I can get that, and it don't usually return much money, does it? Some weeks it. Do. I think I've got hundred to one this week because I've got some. I I do the handicaps as well. Uh, right. So okay. I put a fiver on. I'll win five hundred odd quid if if my results come in. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, Craig is looking at me as though he needs a wee. So we're gonna wrap it up. We'll see you after round one. Absolutely. <laughs> oh dear. Right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Please give us a five-star review and a follow on your podcast platform and on Twitter. We'll be back next week for more of Bragging Rights.